Welcome back to another episode of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm Joey, and I'm here with Mike. Hey. And Tom. Hi, Joey. And Ross. Hi, Joey. Hello. Uh, on my mind to t- talk about with you guys is just had my parent meetings, parent-teacher conferences, family-teacher conferences at school, and occasionally you know, you're wrapping up, and you know, as the teacher, I've done my preparation. I want to share with them what I know about their kid, what I'm seeing them doing, what hopes I might have for them, how we're supporting them, all those kinds of things, and. Um, there's sometimes this sort of for me it's an awkward moment near the end where where a parent might say to me well and what else should we be doing and it's awkward because for me i'll let you guys speak because i don't really i feel like my job is i'm a teacher i'm going to work with your child when they're at my program i'm going to support them i want to learn from from you what you already know about them the parent you know the most but it's not my place really to say how you should parent i i, I just i that's yeah. not my pers- that's not I my think, perspective yeah i'm curious about the subtext right because i think what they're right. really saying is i'm really worried my child won't right, usually something there's I, something i think it usually means i think it usually means i want the best for my child uh-huh. i want my child to be as successful as they can possibly be in this world and have all the skills Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. everyone could ever have so when you look at the like and you are the expert and we, yes and when you look at the range of that where could my skill where could my child still be developing mm-hmm. more skills and what and then what else should i be doing as a parent um to make to make that happen i mean i think it's right. coming from a good place most of the time yeah most of the time. oh yeah no I, um, I i think it's important to just because i want to sort of address the the good place it's coming from. Right. It just always makes me feel awkward but, because I'm yeah. usually kind of like, well, you should be doing what you're doing because because your kid's pretty great. And if, if your kid has a challenge, I've addressed it, right. you know, in the conference. So that would not be, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, well, now that you mentioned it, I think you should have a screen for speech. Yeah. I mean, you know, it would have already come up mm-hmm. um, in a conference, in a, in a conversation. So then it's sort of like, uh, then I feel yeah. like I'm letting yeah. them down well, when I don't have something to say. Our conferences, we've switched it now where we start with, well, they do have like a report that's written ahead of time. Sure. Like, here's what we've seen. Yeah. It's emailed to them. When they show up, the first question the teachers ask is, how do you think it's going? Oh, yes. They're, they're and, right? very, yeah, and very get, two-way. Cause, and then even like, if there's, if it's sensed, it can't even be, do you have any concerns? Mm-hmm. Right? Because that part, there could be like, I'm having a hard time. And we have like mental health, children's mental health, which is actually really about family dynamics usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are the parents who are like, I, this thing is, it's hard for me to keep myself from like yelling at the kid during these times sometimes there's that piece right or they come on to they you don't want to say at a it. conference with yes with a challenge that they're having at home and looking for a little insight because yeah. they do know that teachers so that's know a, child that's development one and they thing. want some help yes and if it's true. more about i want my child to be the best student you know and go on to uh harvard or whatever you know what i mean like right like there's it can be a, a few different things so yes. partly you want to make sure you know what which thing is the parent going towards right yeah. i guess you could just sort of be a little bit of like so what why why are you you know, can you help me understand why you're asking? Or yeah, what, yeah. You know, like get another question, not making an assumption that you know what they're, yeah. why they're asking that. Because I think we were, you know, even off mic, we were talking about the the possibilities that could be connected to that question, and it might be, you're the professional, right? You might have some mm-hmm. other things that could only make the, our child right. be better, right? Whether that's academically, whether it is socially, whether it's other things, I think there's. There and it might just be they want the best for their child. It might be the idea that you're the teacher, the professional. 
I'm the parent. I don't want to be seen as a negligent or or mm-hmm. bad parent or something. When I think of the way parenting magazines kid. are written, and it's always just like you know, twenty five product educational products that you'll actually your your child will actually have fun with, or you know these yep. like this pushing this like thing that can make parents worried. Oh, you mean if right. I don't get this, my child's not gonna exactly whatever. I don't know. That's that's my guess is that there's. There might be, and I, I'm thinking about because I think this is a question or a, a phrase we've all heard in either verbatim or in some capacity. There's that. Well, what am I not doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm not an expert, so what am I missing? Because I don't want to be the person thinking. Or... Exactly. Yeah, well, I'm, it's not. It's not the right thing to think. But I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's kind of like fear of missing out. Right. I mean, it, you know, yeah, like, yeah. It, you know, like, oh, right. I, I'm afraid this is some... what parents are supposed to be yes. doing, but right. I'm not. Yeah. Right. And, am I, yeah. and if I miss that, well, then am I, am I causing this detriment to my child's development? And I feel like there's that point, Joey, that, yeah, I can't tell you how to parent because you got to make choices. You're going to make decisions. And I think trying to empower parents to say, it's okay to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It's okay to try things yourself because, and I think if it didn't go well with something that you tried, whether uh, for enforcing a rule or a, something like, you know, that you tried and you go, oh, man, that didn't feel very well, and good. Well, that's the thing I think empowering, I think is the right word. Because, like, when you get down to it, that idea that they're feeling like there's a deficit. Yeah. So I think what and they're I, really well, looking for is a reassurance like, or... I mean, even feeling awkward saying this, the whole thing makes me feel awkward, but because I don't want to ever judge a parent because I think it's one of the hardest things anyone's ever going to do. But I think they think they have the deficit. So they're not. Yes. Right. They're right. They have yeah, a deficit yeah. and then the child will have a deficit because of the, their own. Yeah. Yes. So what I'm thinking is you don't have to tell them how to parent. But what you can say is what they need to, they need to be loved. Mm-hmm. They need to have someone who cares about them. And they need to know that sometimes everyone makes mistakes so going to your point like that's okay to say that of like it's okay to have Mm -hmm. those times and you don't have to hide mistakes from kids and you also don't have to feel like you're if you're doing if you're showing your child that you care about them yeah and you know there's a myriad of ways that that can happen that's the main thing they need Mm -hmm. um so i mean i don't know like i just think about that part of if that if the parent is worried about that Mm -hmm. they really need that reassurance of like you're, you're doing fine like they seem like a great kid they seem like a great kid that makes sense well they seem this way no but a lot some parents have that fear of of it's not missing out but fear of not their own being the best parent yeah yeah i think uh, and there's that feeling doesn't every parent have I yes. think so. I mean, yes. I remember. I remember. Uh, Tom's being very quiet. I had. I know. I know. He's, I had. This is this is a hard. This is a hard topic because, you know, m- my one thought is, um, how we've trained uh, parents to see teachers. Mm-hmm. Have we trained them to see th- that we're the experts and we know everything? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll go to the doctor, and the doctor will say you got high blood pressure, and you've got these choices. Well, I don't know what those choices mean, and I am really going to depend on him to say, right. you, you, right. you, you, you've been my doctor for 15 years. Which one do you, which would, would you recommend? Right. Right. But right. there you've got some really easy things to measure, your blood pressure. I'm wondering if we as teachers have set us up as experts. Right. In fact, we're... In, and in we fact, and, think and about, think very about, much want us to be seen as professionals. So it's not sure, like sure. I want to put that down. But think about think about what happens in elementary school where 
the idea of a parent coming in to help or the, the help you want from parents is we'll send home these worksheets and would you make sure they do them? Mm-hmm. Right. So which is mm-hmm. which is not really being an expert. You're, you're actually not finding meaningful ways for the parent to 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 interface with the school. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yes. So it's a, I think it's really a, a kind of a hard issue because we're we're in in ways we know something about child development. Yes. But we also know that there's there's this whole range of development, mm-hmm. and it's not. And it's not just the kid. It's not just the parent. Right. It's the school. It's the community. Mm-hmm. It's, well, and, and, it, and I may know child development, and I know what I want to do to support a child, or I'm going to talk to my colleagues, or uh, mm-hmm. you know, to support their growth, and all these kinds of things. Um, I oh, sorry, maybe I, I don't think I'm going to get myself in too much trouble, but I don't change family dynamics. So even if I might think that there's a parenting style difference that I might have with this person, or I might think that there's a family dynamic that could be troubling for a child. My job is to, and I don't mean I'm going to like, I'm hiding information from the parents when I'm talking to them. I just mean, I work with the child that I have. Mm -hmm. They have the family that they have and be a pretty big reach for me to say that I'm going to change a child's family dynamics because their family dynamics are Decades well, to centuries old. I would push back a little <laughs> Please, bit. Please, because I'm, I'm getting myself in trouble here. Uh-huh. No, because um, I, I can think of a specific instance where I thought the family dynamics changed in how they viewed their child. Okay. And it was, uh-huh. it, was a, okay. it was a piece at the sensory table where this kid figured out this apparatus, and I was able to show the parents that. And because the parents saw that, they started to see their child as more capable. Okay. And because they were more capable, they were more hands-off and watching more and setting up more things for him to do. Whereas before, they were just thinking, well, I don't know what my kid does. But by showing them actually what they they can do, mm-hmm. this is, I mean, look at this. This is, Your kid just figured this complex mm-hmm. apparatus out. And so you I, could see the light go yeah. on. So it's important to be showing parents that all the time. But then when they ask the question. You wouldn't say, well, you should stand back. And not no no right. they they, they right. I changed uh, like I said I yes. thought I changed the family dynamic yes. but not by something that you said they should do exactly yes right, right. I right. think that's right. the important part on the other hand when a parent is asking you there may be small things mm-hmm. so like one thing that I know a few parents have talked about in a newsletter I just talked about that idea of having time where you really are interacting with the child and, and said so don't worry about the amount of time but. Have a time when it's not just you talking while you're busy doing something. If it's only one minute where you're literally able to interact and not have your phone in your hand or not mm-hmm. be cooking dinner, do that and then say, now I have to cook dinner or now I have to check this email or now I have to. But, you know, sort of separate the two so that it's not yeah. I'm just going to keep doing this and try to interact with them at the same time. And, but giving that permission of it, it can be any amount of time. Mm-hmm. But it has to be a time, I mean, there's definitely a balance. You have to know the parents of, like, do they want me to tell right. them this? Right, yeah. and, and word it in a way that's going to allow, depending how much you know about their home life and things, mm-hmm. of, like, but at times they might want some of that. Even just the idea of going outside. Did you know, like, just hanging out outside for, you know, 20 minutes on your way home or five minutes on your way home? Like, that really gives the child time to explore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or then I have the the other time I, I specific 
a parent talking about the kid melting down when they go to a restaurant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just saying and knowing the particular child and things just said you know take the time to be outside with them about a half hour right. before you needed them to sit down. So those are very specific questions. And yeah, that, that, that I think is different than that's true. What else what should, should we do? What else should we do? Yeah, that's true. Which is, I mean, maybe it's well, just, that's maybe why you the want to get more specific. Maybe my only problem is the question is just too vague, and it's not anything mm-hmm. grander than that. But it, it, it. But that's where I think you maybe yeah. you do have to ask a little more. Like, of like what? What do you? What do you think? Yeah. Like, it, where do you think? Tell me what out? you're because it might be they might be they might still have that thread. That you didn't like, address oh, is there, during is there conferences. something you're specifically worried about? Exactly, because yeah. they're like, well, we didn't talk about the melting down at restaurants. Right. Right. And why would you right. even know about that? Because we didn't, but we do have this challenge. Right. And so that mm-hmm. might be the, is there something else you're wondering yeah, like, about? Because yeah. I think Mike, yeah. your point of saying they need to be loved and just making those kind of bigger statements of, and you're doing those things. Right. Letting parents know that, but it, it might just be touching on, is there something you're specifically wondering about? Because mm-hmm. I can I can try to help, yeah. but in, with this case, I mean, I think you're doing a great job, and I think that's a reminder to parents right. because, like teaching, parenting, not to call it a job, but I mean, just for the sake of the connection, it's a it's thankless. A role there. It's it's Plans. thankless. I mean, it's yeah. it's very seldom that you are you get your you know parents' day either in you know one of the spring or summer months, and but. At, same with teachers, like the amount of work and intention and thought and reflection and all the things that are put in, we know we don't get the recognition that we probably, and whether we deserve or not deserve it, that's a whole ego-based conversation that we get into later, but we know it's an underappreciated role and job, mm-hmm. as is parenting. Mm-hmm. Like the times I've thanked my parents like that they took my sister and I to Disney World when we were young children, the financial hit that that took for a parent, for a family that was not wealthy in the first place, the amount of stress that had to come. And like, as an adult, I was like, thank you. That was, and I honestly didn't love the trip. Like the most memorable thing I've ever, they're going to hear this. They're going to hear this. Absolutely. (laughs) The trip was, a. I had a blast. It was fun, but it wasn't that like, we need to go back every year. Mm-hmm. This is the most transformative experience I've ever had. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But like the amount that they had to do to put in there. So I think there's that piece too to say, parents, you are doing mm-hmm. a great job because your child mm-hmm. comes here every day and they're happy and they're excited mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. eager to learn. And you're doing that. And I think sometimes the question, oh, gosh, yeah, I really am doing too much psychoanalysis here. But I think sometimes the question <laughs> is that yeah. like, is there anything else should I be doing? Am I a good parent? Yeah. Right. Right. Maybe that's the, the underlying thing: is am I a good parent? From some. From people. some. I don't mean everybody. Yeah. I mean, and some people. I think it, it's hard to say. Range of type of. I people. would say the it's probably a bigger majority of the of the percentage of parents because no one really tells you, and you don't yeah. really know. I remember a family uh-huh. who were friends of mine. Uh, that had a child and brought their school their child to to the lab school, and they're like when do you learn how to be a parent? And their child at this point was already three or four. And they're like, who tells you what to do? And it's like, exactly. I thought everybody tells you what to do. They do. <laughs> well, that's, seriously. That's but, the, uh, but who should you be listening to? But there's not, yeah, it's, not a, it's not a, it's not a college is, course. Parenting not, is winging it. You don't right? take but, tests. You're not going to be 
you know, so I think there's that th- you feeling don't take of tests, but you're going to be tested all the time. <laughs> but, Seriously, I, I, there's so 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 much judgmental stuff yeah. that goes on with parents mm-hmm. and 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 the role of parents and how do I parent. Well, and I think maybe also, sorry. That's, I was going back to the kind of, it's... it's well, and maybe part tradition. of my edge to where I feel uncomfortable sometimes with this conversation is is um, to peel back the curtain just a tiny bit. I I can't think of any like specific individuals, but I do think sometimes in teaching, you do hear teachers say, well, that family needs to. That's a good point. Yeah. And maybe what I'm responding to is that I, I don't agree with that. I mean... I want to help that family. I want to link them up with this resource. I want to, right. mm-hmm. they specifically want to know about a meltdown in a restaurant. That's not what I mean. It's sort of like, well, that kid would, um, you know, sit for a group if that family wouldn't feed them Cocoa Puffs for breakfast. Right. I mean, right. like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely, and, and, and there's a difference between I don't think teachers that's a helpful, venting. But you're right. right. But don't get in, don't fall down that rabbit hole. Right. So maybe, maybe I have my yeah. response because it's sort of like, well, I don't want to be that teacher. Right. Um, because that, that I'm deeply uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Then that's, and, and it might be, it might be as simple as that when I talk about my family systems kind of thing. It's like, if they're going to give the kid Cocoa Puffs and they didn't ask my opinion, and I don't really think that Cocoa Puffs is the worst thing you could do for a kid. Um, you know. Fruity Pebbles is, right? No. That's exactly right. It's all those artificial colors. Um, you know. The, but they didn't ask my opinion. I'm not going to go out of my way to say, right. I don't right. think you should be doing that. Right. Um, and that's that. Because those are choices that families right. get to make. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all families are doing the best they can with what they know. Yeah. And then the hard part is, that, but it's not the teacher's job to say, oh, you just don't know enough. Here's and it doesn't the... mean that we're not partners right. and we don't build right, relationships right. and all those kinds of things. But yeah, so I think, so I think Maybe I just uncovered. Maybe that's the key. The... Really, it's like building relationships. Like thinking about. The parents seeing the, um, I forgot, the apparatus that you were yeah. talking about, Tom. You know, it's the relationship you built of show. I know you often talk about like sharing different photos and videos mm-hmm. with parents throughout the year. And so you're building the relationship. Like that's how you were building the relationship. And each teacher is going to do it differently. But if you need the relationship with the family. Yeah. So then you can really know what are they asking? How do I answer this in a respectful way that's not assuming... Like, they don't know anything, and I know everything. Right. And if you have a relationship, I don't think you'll actually... An authentic relationship. Yeah. You won't have that attitude. You'll right. you'll know what they're up against. Well, and just like... I think just like kids aren't cookie-cutter... Up against, maybe it's too harsh, but... Mm-hmm. This is a bit of a deviation from where I started. But just like kids aren't cookie-cutter, families aren't cookie-cutter. Right. And we don't expect right. kids, hopefully, right, to no. all do exactly the same thing. So then... I. You know, again, I don't think that we should have those kinds of expectations mm-hmm. for, for families right. to all be exactly Can I, the same. I, yeah. I just want to admit one thing. So early in my teaching career, there's this kid who's really had a hard time with social yeah. stuff and, you know, a bit of whatever impulse. He was impulsive. And he was going to start kindergarten, you know, in four months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, boy, this kid, like, I don't know what to do. You know, and I was a younger teacher and trying to figure it out. And the mom, then Kate, like, we were talking to like, you know, I was realizing that once he starts kindergarten, it's going to be really hard to go out and just travel. Mm-hmm. So I just bought a bus that I'm converting into a home and we're just going to travel for the next year instead of going to kindergarten. And I am thankful that I did answer like, oh, wow, I've, I don't know anyone has done that before. That's interesting. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about it, you know, when you do it, whatever. But, you know, later talking to other teachers, I was definitely like, that's like of any kid in my classroom, he's the one who needs the social skills, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I ran into that kid a year and a half later at this event, and it was outdoors at night. There's a bonfire. It's dark because it was like um, right around Halloween. And I run into him. He's like, "What are you doing here?" It's like, "Oh, you know, um, you know, we're back in town. I started first grade." Or no, he started second grade because they tested him and decided he actually should be. But the thing was, he was just around all these grown-ups. He's like, where's your mom? Like, oh, uh, she's over there somewhere. I don't know. And it's just like, I've never seen a five-year-old so comfortable right. and so social. And right. it was just that thing of it really was a good slap in the face for me of like, I had all these assumptions and mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't say it to the mom. Uh-huh. But still, I was like oh, it's going to be the worst thing for the kid. And now it's like, <laughs> that was the best thing they could have done. Right. He was on this bus living all over the country with, but it's just like every adult that was with him was kind of there for him. And mm-hmm. any other kids there were kind of treated like cousins or whatever. You know what I mean? It was just like, he learned so much yep. in that. And it's amazing. And I've seen him over the years. And like, I had this judgment that right. mm-hmm. um, just... And it made me realize, like, it's just a different dynamic. It's I a never good thing they didn't that. ask you what they should do, right? Right. Like, thank but God. The, but, and and that was a big a big gamble. It was a shake of the dice. And, yeah. And it worked out really well. And I think something to remember or maybe to just note is that had you met that child at that same event and they weren't that well-evolved and everything that doesn't make them a bad parent or that they, right. they they made a choice and they tried it and it wasn't what works. So then you've, as, as interventionists, as teachers, as a, our jobs are to be like, well, we tried it. It didn't work. Well, what are we going right. to try instead? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you failed as a parent that you went, you, you did what you well, thought was There's plenty of parents work. who like send their kid off to kindergarten, do like the thing and like, and the kid has, and so it's think, not working out for the kid. And we don't that, think, oh, the parent's wrong. Right. But I think, yeah. that, that, I think it goes back to that. What else should we be doing? Is that, are we going to do any harm? Are we going to do damage? And I think just to remember the kind of the core underpinnings of what your family dynamics really are. And hopefully they're based on love and acceptance and joy and learning. Because if they are rooted in hate and intolerance and things like that, that is hard to promote. But that's, unfortunately... That's and where that's where family, you may need help, right? right to like, be to say outside of your own family, because you can't can, get to that point. And I, you know, I've had if there's been a disagreement, I'll say that's not a, a thing that we're going to promote here in this in this school in this classroom. So there was that piece. The other thread I had was just the idea that I think parents want to know they're good parents, and it's very it's even harder now with Facebook and Instagram and all seeing all the successes, right? And knowing that there are other pages with parents are saying like, you know what? Things are not going well. And it's There's, okay. Yeah, the families who only print, like, or publish the stuff that's going really well. And then the f- parents who are like, only talk about the hard stuff. Right. And it's like, the reality is we're still the same, like, humans that have both. Right. And, but it's easy to get caught up in the, but my life doesn't look like that. It's like, right. Nope, no one's does. Right. And just to just try to do, yeah, do your best. And if you are, as an adult, are a lifelong learner. Hopefully you can pass it along to your child and you'll always try to keep improving. So you can see why the question makes me a little uncomfortable because there's a lot <laughs> Yeah, I feel it. like we could do another hour and <laughs> um, we still wouldn't a, get to little, any little, of this. A little uh-huh. off-brand. We didn't really touch on moving and learning, but I think that's in there with accepting accepting a child. And obviously that kid, that giving one... love is all about loving who they are, right? Right. Body and who and you mind. are. So anyway, um, thank you. That was, yeah, that was a good unfolding of... <laughs> 
of what might be at the, underneath the surface of yeah. that question. So, thanks, Joey. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Be so. well, guys. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. So my parent educator said, all you have to do is take their kid outside for an hour each day and a lot of the problems will go away. And you didn't want to say that on on air? No, I'm not telling them what they should do.